Hey, what's happening? This is your host, Tintom. Before we get started on this weekend's episode, I thought to give a special shout out to Tsunki, who got me some really good coffees this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I love the comment that you added. You said to keep them coming. And I can confidently say that by your support, I will be continuing to keep these episodes coming through. If you'd like to give and do the same, please head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash feeling station and give as many coffees as you feel the spirit leads you to give. Remember, there's nothing that is too small to keep the podcast that you've grown to love going. And with that out of the way, let's tuck into this weekend's episode. And boy, are you guys going to enjoy this award? Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Hey. Yo, what's happening? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Man, I'm, I'm a bit stressed. I feel like I've been running around like a headless chicken today. <laughs> Why is that? The, the day is just generally quite hectic. And I know Mondays are quite busy, but today just feels like it's Monday on steroids. Don't worry, you'll get over it. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully your story will get me through most of the day. How I you doing? So. I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to the feeling station. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. <laughs> for those who are listening yeah. to the podcast for the first time, it touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give you lessons from my guest's experience. And one of the reasons why the podcast is doing great is because I do my best to keep my guests anonymous, which brings me to the fun part, right? Which is where I give you your name. And geez, I've really struggled with with, with this one one today. (laughs) So, so, So I hope you like this one, right? I've gone over to Ghana. Oh yeah, I love Ghana. Oh yeah. Oh well, at, le- at least that's a big plus for me. Then it's a step in the right direction. I love direction. the men. Oh, I love the men. You love Ghana. Ghanaian men, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like yourself a Ghana man? What is it about Ghana men that you like? I mean, like they are black. They're they're just beautiful. They have beautiful men. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's what I get from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> do you know why I'm laughing? Because Instagram people always give their best side, right? I'm not sure Instagram is I the know. place where you'd be rushing to try and find someone because it's it's i don't know it's just not a fair representation everyone is glammed up everybody's dolled up all the guys are oiled up and buffing straight out of the gym yeah but then ghana has the flavor of the ones that's what i see okay okay okay. (laughs) i wonder if your story is about a ghanaian man then no no (laughs) okay cool so your name your name is afria right Afria. Yeah, Afria. Yeah. And that is spelled A F. Yeah. R Y. O. E A. Okay. Afria. Afria. Yeah. So, okay. so Afria. And that means born during the good times. So, if you hear somebody's called Afria, they were born in a year when things were fantastic. Yeah. Now, do you know if you were born during the good times? I, I can actually confirm that. <laughs> oh, oh, can you really? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Like for real? Yeah, I, I kind of like um, asked my parents how mm-hmm. they came about me yeah, yeah, and yeah. and they were happy, like they were in a relationship and they were still, like they were really happy. Nice. Like from what my mom describes. Oh, nice. That's really, so I guess this name really does have a solid meaning for your life. Yeah, it does. Fantastic. So what are you calling the guy or the girl you're going to be talking about today? Okay, we'll talk about two people. Two? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's it's Nino and Simon. I don't even know why I chose the names, but yeah, it's just Nino and Simon. Nino, Nino and Simon. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is a story about Afria and Nino and Simon. Simon, yeah. Right. And the other reason why the podcast is doing great is that they're real life stories, uh, so real life lessons that people learn from your story. Mm-hmm. So what would you like uh, those listening to this episode to learn? Uh, okay, uh, but I feel like most of the lessons, we ha- we'll just pick them up from the story. Okay. The first one is always try to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you feel like there's nothing wrong with you, don't ever let anybody force you into the idea that you need to change. Mm-hmm. And also just love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really like that. In fact, the, the, the first one I think is really powerful. Um, yeah. Because being true to yourself is... I, I don't know, man. It's really difficult because in order for you to be true to yourself, you need to know yourself in the first place. Yeah, and yeah, for a lot of people, you know. it's difficult to know who you are and you allow people mm. to tell you who they think you are and some people start um, believing it. Yeah. So that's really important to say it's, it's, you should always be true to yourself. And, mm. and I like the second part where you say, if there's nothing wrong with you, don't let anybody force you to change. Yeah. Because that, that is the essence of you remaining true to yourself. Right, mm-hmm. and then the second lesson I I missed it. What did you say it was? Uh, just love yourself. Yeah, like yeah. L- teach yourself how to love you. Be selfish about it. Oh, I really like that. Be selfish about yeah. loving yourself. Mm. Great. So let's get uh, into it now. Now, who are you talking about first, Nino or Simon? N- Nino. <laughs> right. Tell me about Afria and Nino. Where did you guys meet? Uh, firstly, uh, Afria and Nino met through a mutual person or they got to know each other through a mutual person. Mm -hmm. So Afria was working with Nino's family member or like the mutual person. So So, one day... So, so you were working with, um... uh, Afria's aunt, okay. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was working with the aunt. So Mm. uh, Afria and um, Nino's aunt were really close and they they always like they are they were always together or they were at most events like social events together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they will take pictures and stuff. Mm. So the aunt, I don't know what happened, but then it happened that Nino saw um, pictures of Afria and Afria in the aunt's phone. So I, I he made it clear that he's really interested in the girl and then asked the aunt if he she could ask Afria for her number if, like, she's okay with that. So okay. The aunt, so, so, so what I'm going to do now is just make this more personal because you're Afria. Yeah. yeah. Right? So I'm going to get you to speak in first person. So, 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 okay. so, so Nino saw your pictures in, uh, yeah. uh, you know, in the aunt's phone. And then Nino's like, yo, yeah. you know, I want, I want to have a chat here with, um, <laughs> with this girl. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. Uh, the, um, the aunt mm-hmm. approached me about the whole situation and I was I was down for it because uh, before I even got to know who Nino was, I was single for four years. Ooh. So I was like, I was ready. I was ready for, for love, yeah. to get to know someone new. new. Yeah. So like just within uh, three minutes from my departure from the aunt, someone texts me and like say, hi. I'm wow. I- <laughs> so, <laughs> the guy didn't waste time, did he? Yeah, that's when I knew like he was serious. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "Hi, Amino. I know that you're at your workplace now. I can't call you, mm. but then just let me know like um when you are free, so I call you." So because me and Nino are eight hours like we we live in different towns yeah. and like we are eight hours apart, so like the most convenient thing was a phone call. Yeah. So um, yeah, time passed. Okay, and then uh, he obviously calls, and like the first thing that really just 
hooked me to this guy was like we spoke for six, six hours and wow. non-stop we did we really did and then also like i am a conversationalist so i finally found someone like who i can like keep up conversations with and yeah. it was just and he was very open-minded and we had it was personal it was about everything we had like there's a big conversation and even after the phone call he texted me and he said like I know that you have to sleep because um you have work tomorrow but wow. I feel like you are the one wow <laughs> just off that first conversation yeah and I felt the same way yeah. too because I never had a connection with um like this before okay fine let, let me wrap you up on my uh, last relationship yeah. so I was dating these guys in SO. <laughs> so I was dating <laughs> that, that went from zero to hundred real quick. Okay, I was mm. dating this guy, but then I feel like I was dating myself because I would always text, I will I will initiate everything. Okay. So yeah, so and also like we were dating like for four years and he goes abroad and, and he comes back just for him to like have sex with me and then ghost me. Like after wow. four years of being in a relationship. And he ghosted me. So, like, um, because I didn't have conversations with that guy, mm-hmm. like, I got this from Nino. So, I just felt like, wow, I, 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 I found someone that actually cares. That makes a lot of sense because the one thing that you longed for the most is what wasn't coming from your ex. Yeah, and it's the first thing so. that, that Nino is presenting. So, you're naturally going to be drawn to that thing. Yeah. Okay. And also, like, um, wh- what really drew me to Nino was his consistency. Just, like, when... Um, okay, in this case, we were mostly just doing, like, phone calls and stuff. But yeah. then when Nino says, like, um, I'm going to call you at 8 and he doesn't, he will, like, immediately, five minutes before 8, he will let me know, like, no, something is up. Um, something is up. Mm. Uh, like, I, I, ca- I can't make it. And he was really interested in my life. Mm. Like, at the point, like, he, he mastered... Like, he knew... He knew my life. He knew what time I would wake up. He knew, um, he, he just knew like uh, what time I would wake up, what time I will sleep, when I'm busy, when I'm not. And then also like, we'll always ask like, what did you do? Like, what did you do for the day? And how productive was it? What did you learn? And it was just something that I really yearned for. He really sounds like a great communicator and not just that, it's somebody who's really interested he, in you as a person. He, yeah, he yeah. really is a good communicator. And also the thing was like, okay, in, in that, like, um, I feel like I I don't know where this comes from, but mm. I love it when people love me. And yeah. then when they show it to me, I'm kind of like scared and like I withdraw. So the problem was like Nino didn't like that part of me, like withdrawing, like uh, from, he will tell me things like, um, I really like you. And then I'm like, stop, it's too soon. Or he will compliment me and I'll just be like, stop, you don't need to. So when I, I I wanted it, but then I just didn't want to hear it. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I might and have an idea. Why though? Because for a lot of people, when mm. they've had situations where they fell hard for someone and then yeah. it didn't end up being their reality and it was a really, really terrible heartbreak, their yeah. guard is up naturally. So they will feel, okay, you know, I'm, I'm liking what I feel, but then if this is anything like what's happened to me before, it's going to die and it's going to hurt me and I'm not going to be able to cope and deal with it. So I don't want to, I don't want to burn. Yeah, I think that was the case. So had you previously been really, really hurt by someone? 
I was like my ex boyfriend, the asshole, yeah. did hurt me. Yeah. And he knows it. <laughs> when you say he hurt you, how badly did you hurt you on a scale of one to ten where one was nah I felt nothing and ten he totally crushed me? Uh he crushed me to a point where by I don't know, he just crushed me like I hated men for that four yeah. for those four years. I hated men. Well, I think that's where the source of your fear of getting yeah. deep with someone could be. I'm not saying that's exactly what it is, but that could be one of the things. So yeah. so your God would naturally come up when someone is trying to make you feel good and nice because you would yeah. just anticipate something to go wrong. And it looks like this is what now happened with Nino. Yeah, I did. Mm. Okay, so so Nino, like also what drew me to him was like, Nino was very open. Yeah. Like he had a rough childhood. Like he lost both his parents and um, he's kind of his... Uh, Aunt was raising him, but then he was raising him in pain where they also neglected school, like where he, like the aunt said he should stop going to school, and but then the aunt's kids were going to school and stuff like that. Mm. So he was telling me a story of how broken he was and how hard it was, but then he just picked himself up and he saw beyond that and he's still in good communication with the aunt and yeah. he loves her for the lessons and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, a broken guy who finds his way. Like, yeah. who doesn't want that? Yeah. So, and also like, you know, had the way of like, um, he knew me. He just like, he will, uh, like me and my best friend were not talking like uh, at the time that I got to know Nino, but then he was the one that just like, um, he insisted, like, did you have a conversation with your best friend? Like, mm. is it really worth it to go through? Like, he was just there, like, through mm. everything. Like, he just understood and he was there. But then also in the midst of that, like, we had a lot of arguments. Like, we had arguments. Arguments as in, I felt like he was there for me. But then I felt like he was defending my friends instead of me. But then he was just trying to, like, see things see things from both, both perspectives. So, like there will be days that I will ignore him or I'll just also just get, uh, like, we'll just be arguing about simple stuff. Okay, one thing is, me and Nino, we were both short-tempered. Okay. Like, in as much as he's, yeah, he's that person, but we were both short-tempered. So we'll just get on each other's necks and, yeah, but then one thing that I like about him, in as much as how we argued, like, he always makes sure that he apologizes. Mm -hmm. Like, he would never go to sleep without apologizing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was the thing. So, um, okay, fast forward, two weeks go by after this, and um, I finally get to meet Nino. So when I meet him, um, he arranges everything and stuff. So when I meet him, the first thing he does, he kisses me and touch, touches my butt. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> I know! Yo, you, why did you feel so confident to do that? Did you know that the chemistry was so fire? You get. I told you, him that I like it. You, you like what? Be, be, before you saw him, you told him you like being kissed no, and no, no. your butt like squeezed. The, no, I just told him like I I like it when guys are touchy, like guys that I like. Okay. And I loved it. So, so, so I guess he knew it was okay to do because you, you both knew you had chemistry. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and because of the cat. Hey, but I don't know if the first thing I would do would be to squeeze your butt. Hey, if, I, if, I, if I'm meeting you for the first time. You know, if, any, like you know, if anything, you know, I would, I, would, I would give a hug and rub your, your back or, or rub your lower back or something as I'm looking at you. Okay, you know. well, he gave me a kiss yeah. and then he touched my butt. Yeah. Okay, so there, he, he, he told me like, no, 
I genuinely like you and yeah. I would like you to be my girlfriend. And then I always nice. like, yeah, I want to. And I was jumping and I was like, yeah. So it was like, uh, I think it was a four hour date because he had to travel back to his like, uh, travel back uh, to his hometown. Yeah, so yeah. after that, like we were talking, uh, okay, Nino, Nino works in a place like, he doesn't work in the country. He yeah. works abroad. So like one month he's here, one month he's like abroad. So mm. on that particular um, month, he had to go abroad. So like, yeah, everything was great. Everything was great. Mm. And then he came back to the country. And um, when he came back, he arranged like, uh, he arranged for me to come over to him, like to his hometown. So, okay, I'm, I go over, I go over to his place, I think for two, uh, for a week. Mm. And I feel like that's when I realized, like, in as much as we are having this great time communicating, like, we were not really compatible because Nino will do things like, he will shout on me. And it's just like, because even like when I asked for the Wi-Fi password, he was like, I, why can't you just take the, the box and look at the, uh, the mm-hmm. password? Why should you ask me? And his uncle was there and he was, his uncle was in our presence and um, I keep quiet about it. And then I obviously tell him like, I don't like the tone that you used yeah. Um, on me, it was very disrespectful, and then it's like, I you you just you you just like going on about small stuff, okay? And then I let it go. So I assume that um he was he was I don't know p- people just have like this thing when someone is in their space and they just feel overwhelmed. So and then the, uh what also what also started becoming a problem is um like I was in Nino's place, but then um. He was the only one that initiated, what do you call this, intimacy. Like when I wanted it, he, um, he would push me away mm. and he, he would rather watch um, He would rather watch TV than have a conversation with me. And um, yeah, it was, it was just so, a simple thing. Like he was the total opposite of who I thought he was. Because yeah, like, Oh, I was just about to say that must have been very confusing for you because at one moment this guy is a great communicator and you know that's mm. what drew you to him, and then suddenly when yeah. you want to have those moments where you're communicating and having intimate moments, he he's not interested. Yeah, he's not interested. And also one thing that um that we were having a problem with, he was always forcing me to do domestic chores. And I obviously mm. don't have a problem with doing it, but then don't just tell me like when to do it and or how I should do it. So that was I his mean, problem. Like, like, l- like how would he even, say it? Would you say do the plates now, sweep the house now? What would he say? No, he'll he will be like he 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 had a way of emotionally hurting me. Like, yeah, like what type of person are you that can't even cook for me? And I'm like mm. I told you, and we had this conversation, uh, like in the beginning, that I I made it known to him, like I do not like cooking, cleaning. Yes, I I enjoy cleaning, but I don't like cooking because also I I'm not a re- a person that really eats. I probably just eat because I'm afraid to die. But then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to laugh like that, but that's the way you said it was hilarious. You only eat because you're afraid to die. Yeah. Why? Why is that? What's What's happening there with the food? What's your I don't know. What's your situation just, with food? 
I'm just not a foodie. Like, it's so hard for me to finish a plate of food. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just don't have time. Or I, I'm just not a food person. Or, or maybe you just don't like large quantities. And, and, and I know, I know the country where you're from. And I know how heavy-handed people are. They dish and dish and dish. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you just need small quantities of food. I think so. I, I guess I'll have to figure that out. Right, okay. So... So he would always be like, yeah, cook and stuff like that. And I'll tell him that I won't do it and I will really not do it because, um, and okay, just fast forwarding. Mm-hmm. And okay, so he had to go back to, um, to his country, like to, to work to another country. Mm-hmm. So like he, uh, like he would, he just changed, like he would not call me anymore. And by the time I was already digmatized. So, <laughs> so I'm in love and I'm stigmatized. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> you keep hitting me with these with these suppressions. <laughs> okay, I'll let you continue. <laughs> okay, so I'm in love and I'm it, it, stigmatized and I have like an unavailable man so I'll obviously be telling him like um no you are not there like you showed me something that you are not like yeah. why is this and then he'll just be like he'll just be like yeah you are nagging so much and he'll come in things like yeah you need to work on yourself even my ex-girlfriend was a better lover than oh, you okay no 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 uh, yeah. no come on you know these yeah, are things you don't he'll... say to someone yeah, and then he will be like, yeah, go on YouTube, work on yourself. Like, you have anger issues and stuff like that. But then it also threw me. Like, I used to be, like, a very confident person. Yeah. Like, I would tell myself, I love myself. I'm beautiful. I'm a yeah. great conversationalist. And when I say those things, he will just be like, yeah, you are too full of yourself. You don't need, you know it, but then you don't need to say that. And mm. then also, uh, and then also he'll, 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 I will call him and then be like, yeah, why, why are you being fake? Your voice is so, so annoying. And also one of my love language is like words of affirmation. Yeah. Like I will write your paragraph, like why I love you. And I used to do that. And then he's like, yeah, why did you even bother? It's so fake. So like, wow. I'm a girl in love. This is already like a red flag. And yeah. this is like four months in our relationship. Yeah. So I'm in love. So there's like no way, like... I can see beyond that. Mm. I'm just like, I just, I, I'm still caught up on the picture that he showed me in the beginning. Mm. So he comes back and uh, we are obviously going through this stuff. And then I, I, I initiate like, why don't we just like move on because we clearly hate each other. And then it's like, no, like that's not how love works. You can't just give up on this. We need to work on like, we need to work on, like what we have right now, we need to sit down and then you need to tell me like what's really wrong. And like it like he convinced me that he really wants to like make this happen. Mm-hmm. So um he comes back and I go over to his um to his place and uh the, yeah we sat down and then we spoke and then we were good and then we were bubbly. So when I had to go back, okay Nino is like okay let me tell you Nino is a young guy who has money. Like, okay, you know, when, when a lifestyle is like introduced to you, like when you have been like through poverty all the life and yeah. then you have money, uh, like guys tend to act a certain way. So, um, Nino was like a guy with money. So obviously he had this, I have a house, I have a car at a certain age, like, because he was really young. So on that, on that, on, on that day, I was going to go back 
like going to go back and then I, I don't know we got into an argument and then he threw it to my face like yeah you you'll see who'll take you to like you'll see who'll take you to the air, airport like mm. you'll see who'll take you to the airport so you'll just have to make your way and then I'm like no you are not you are not going to to do that to me you are not gonna bring disrespect me just because I don't have a car yeah. and you are the person that is supposed to transport me there if yeah. you can't respect me or or value me beyond what you have just let it be. And then I walked out and then I said, like, we are done. So when I said, like, we are done, he follows me, like, he obviously apologizes and stuff like that. And then I obviously is like, like, even if he apologize right now, tomorrow I'll be back and then we'll be back on our patterns. Like, let's just, like, cut this off. Okay, Nina says, okay, fine. So whilst I'm, um, like, while, uh, um, he, we didn't text each other. Okay, mm-hmm. usually, like, I'm used to this pattern of we argue and then mm-hmm. he comes back begging. Mm-hmm. So I was very shook. Like, this time we argued and I called it off and he he doesn't come begging. So obviously, I, I initiate the conversation yeah. like, oh, babes, yeah. maybe I'm sorry. Like, let's try again. And then, he's, you know, it's just like, no, I don't want and stuff like that. And then I keep, like, it was an eight hour, f- uh, uh, no. Uh, it was a four hour flight so I keep on like texting I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and stuff mm. like that I'm like practically begging him and then he's like no I don't want and stuff like that and uh, yeah uh, two weeks I'm still begging and he still insists like um he doesn't want okay but one thing I like about him is like if I call he will pick up if I text he will respond I don't know I guess that's that's the thing that kept me texting him and kept me begging him mm. so I felt I was very like okay like from for me is like I could not even open up to my mom because um I I had a very hard childhood like I was sexually molested as a young child yeah. so um I opened up to my mom finally and then she's like yeah I don't care it happened it's in the past like you should just see what you can do but I will never leave your my husband for you so like that broke me like that I, I was not okay with my mom. Like, I, it, it broke me so much. I obviously don't so, want to, I obviously don't want to detract from, from the story, but the comment you just made to say, uh, your mom said, I'll never leave my husband. Yeah. This makes me assume that that abuse came from her husband. Yeah, it did. He was the one that sexually molested me. Who would have been your stepdad, is that correct? Or or, or your mom's yeah. boyfriend at the time? Husband, like, stepdad. Okay. They right. were married, yeah. Yeah, by yeah. The gotcha, gotcha. So, so, so me and my mom were already not connecting. So yeah. I was all alone. Mm-hmm. And I finally find someone who, who gave me a background that was similar to mine. A broken boy who found his way. So... I felt so I, I don't know. Relatable. We, it and, was relatable. And you felt you could trust him because he's got a broken yeah. background. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So I, I was very and okay, so I kept on begging and begging and begging. He told me like I don't love you, just leave me alone. But then I just kept insisting. The next thing I know is like I'm lying in a hospital bed because I already told you like I'm not a foodie person. So yeah. like I was going through this, so I was just like neglecting myself. I swear, like, I fainted on day six. Like, I didn't eat anything for six days. So, um... Yo. Yeah, it's bad. That's... And in those six days, I was just, like, begging him, begging him. And I I got to a point where I was even afraid of sleeping because every time I close my eyes, I'll just see him. And I was just crying. I would, like, go to the shops and then in the middle of 
no way I'll just break down and lie on the floor and just cry. It really affected me. Wow. So fast forward, um, I finally, okay, fast forward, I finally learned that two weeks after we broke up, he got back with his ex-girlfriend. Lord so, of mercy. When I learned that, um, I just, I, I decided to write him a message of, just like, thank you for being in my life and just know that uh, it's going to be hard for me to move on. But then I really love you. And um, yes, I'm moving on. So yeah, then, yeah, that was the end. Uh, I never tried to reach. Okay, I did after months. So, but then I just respected that he was in a relationship and he really didn't want me. So it was more of like I had to do everything on my own, alone, and not texting him. You see, the funny thing about Nino is that he comes across as a great communicator initially. Yeah. And then you start seeing that he's not a great communicator. Yeah. And and why couldn't he just tell you that, hey, you know, Afria, I've moved on, I'm with someone else, I've got back with my ex. And, you know, I feel like it comes from his childhood trauma, as in, he was always neglected. So if I feel like he he yearns for company. Yeah, but you were company because, for him, you know. Because even even after after we broke up, I yeah. think two weeks two weeks after he's back with his ex. So mm. which means it, it it probably happened earlier than that. I just got to find out two weeks after. You know, but what you've just described of him and what he used to do and say. I think Nino is actually a very abusive man. He is. And it's a good thing that you didn't continue with him. Yeah. Because you have to okay, bear it. Okay, he broke it off. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. Mm. Be, be, because because yeah. when you think about it, right, you're already dealing with the trauma of one form of abuse, right? Mm. And then this guy asking you to do the chores and always snapping and telling you where the Wi-Fi thing is, why can't you look for yourself? you know, could have really started working on your own self-confidence and self-image. And yeah. so for you guys not to be together, for me right now, is a huge relief. Yeah, I think so. Like, now I'm I'm totally healed from yeah. it. And, yeah. then, and, so, then, and then you then moved on to Mr. Simon. Okay, so also, like, where I see, like, Nina is a really bad person. Yeah. Like, two months after our breakup or the whole thing is, I found out that he lost his brother. So obviously I knew the brother because okay, Nino was always this person, like he will claim it to his friend. This is my girlfriend. I knew his mom, I knew his uncle, I knew like I was and they were uh, they were like they were nice people, but then yeah. just I wasn't close to them, but then when I meet them they are nice people. So I learned that he lost his brother. So obviously I reach out just to say my condolences. Yeah. And then I call and then it's like, Yeah, what do you want? And then I'm like, No, I just heard like uh, your brother passed on, and you know, I was like, I thanks, bye. And then he switches off the phone. No way. <laughs> he did that. Do, did you know how you called your, your ex an asshole? Yeah. I think, I, I think you need to do the same for him, for, for, for Monsieur Nino. <laughs> yeah, he is an asshole. I, I mean, that's not nice. You know, you have, uh, have exes rude. who've lost um, their parents as well. And, you know, I found it within myself to reach out and say, I'm sorry about your loss because death is just one of those things where it doesn't matter who the condolence message is coming from. Yeah. It's a form of comfort. Nah, that's, Nino, that's not nice, man. 
Yeah. So, okay, one year after, so obviously I had to take my time. I was yeah. in the hospital because of a man. I was going through hell because of men. Mm. <laughs> so I, I took one year in eight months, like just away from men. I just, I just, I just wanted to do like self reflection, self development. I need to pick, pick myself up from, like, I used to be very confident before I met him. Like I used to think of myself as beautiful, but then like during the whole relationship, it just, it, it just went away. So I had to build myself again. Yeah. So I was like dealing with the trauma of not having the person that I thought like was, um, in my life. And I was also dealing with my mom issues, like, because yeah, yeah. by then we were not, ha- it was not handled so um, I find it, I, I do a lot of work. I, I go to a psychologist and yeah, I, I, I thought like I was okay. And then uh, one year and eight months, I meet this guy, Simon. Okay, like mm-hmm. we, we get in touch through social media. So we like, we were talking for like two months on social media. So I felt like we had until the day that he asked, like, no, we've been talking like on on Instagram for this long. Can, can you give me your WhatsApp number? So we we get to talk more and i was like yeah sure because okay simon is a good looking man he yeah. is a clean good looking man <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah so also simon he gave me the thing of consistency good communicator and uh, like we were great like i love simon i love how he always paid attention and stuff like that his only problem was like he's very short tempered like i don't know where this was derived from it's like when 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 I tell him things that are wrong or like the problems, something that I was not happy with, he takes it as I'm um I'm 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 what? I'm trying to offend him or something and then hmm. he Simon is the type of person he's not a really cool communicator. Like he will avoid problems that are just going away and then he comes back and thinks like it's resolved. Oh he's uh, so, he's he's non confrontational. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So okay. So every time I bring up problems, he will always think like I'm attacking him. So he will be like, uh, he will be the person that will switch off the phone in your ear or he'll just go. So, but then also like, uh, I don't know why, but then I just, I just, I, 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 I choose to see the good in him and just ignore the bad. Yeah. Okay. I noticed like Simon wasn't pursuing me sexually and mm-hmm. he just wanted to get to know me from him because I asked him like, why is it that you are the only that I've ever met? Like mm-hmm. who, who I've been speaking to for like how many months, six months, but mm-hmm. then you've never like pursued me sexually. And then he was like, no, I'm like really just interested in you and stuff like you are funny. You make me laugh. You are comfortable and stuff like that. Okay. That's so, that that's that, that's a bit strange though. So in this six months was this long distance or you guys were meeting in no, person? No, no, no. Like in the six months, yeah. uh four we were just talking like just on social media, like hi, hi, like you look like just commenting on memes and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the two, that's when we started dating. Okay. But then we were in the same place mm-hmm. and we'd meet up, but then he, I don't know. Like I believed him when he said he just really wanted to get to know me. So, because so, so when you guys met, he didn't kiss and touch your butt. None of that. It, none of that. Uh, did he? I, I don't know. Did he at least hold your hand? How was yeah, he? Expre- yeah. How was he expressing okay. his 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 attraction to you? He was a hugger, so he would hug me a lot. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay, obviously, so I have this girl boyfriend who really just wants to get to know me. And this is great. Like, yeah. 
And I don't know, one day, it just happened that he just stopped reaching out. Like, we were happy the day before, like, our usual phone call and stuff like that. We love each other and stuff like that. And then just one day after that, like, he just went MIA. But then when he went MIA, he's, like, active on social media and uh, doing live. Yeah, he's active on social media. So I obviously asked, like, what's going on? Like, this is so unlike you. We used to talk every day. And he's like, no, nothing is wrong. Uh, the, that's the first day. The second day, I asked him again, like, what's going on? And then he's like, no, nothing is wrong. I tried to call him. Um, uh, he doesn't pick up my call, but then he's active on Instagram. So I choose that I am going to distance myself from, from him. Like, I'm going to distance myself from him. So when I distance myself, I stop reaching out. I stop um, calling and stuff. Like, I just... I totally cut um, connections with him. And then um, two, a month after he, he went MIA on me, I, uh, I, my friend asked me to go to an event and then I met up with Simon. So when I met up with Simon, he was like, hi, hi, and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, don't greet me. Like, I, I need you to tell me why is it that you are ghosting me? And then he was like, no, I'll text you about it. And I'm like, no, I'm here right now. Look yeah. me in the eye and just tell me like you don't want me. Don't just, just don't be a coward about it. Yeah. Like, why can't you just tell me what it is that uh, you want? And then it's like, uh, what's happening? And then it's like, no, I, I, I'll text you about it. And then I'm like, listen, if you can't tell it to my face, just yeah, leave the, it. You know, then don't text me. Yeah, don't text me. Mm. So the whole night, I was having fun because like now I'm like, this guy doesn't deserve me because yeah. my friends don't treat me like this. So I was just like, ah, whatever. I'm done with that guy mentally. So I was having a great time and stuff like that. So I had too much to drink and I was seated. And then he comes to me and then he's like, we really need to talk. And I'm like, no. Like, if you, if you want to talk, you will start by why it is that... Um, uh, why it is me. that... Yeah, why it is that you ghosted me? Yeah. So I don't know. Tinto, the next thing is okay. Fine. He was like, no, we can't talk. Uh, uh, because you were like at a public place, like because you were surrounded by people. So he was like, no, let's go like in um, and uh, like uh, somewhere a bit private because we can't be having our issues here. And then okay, fine. We we go somewhere private. And then the next thing I remember is that I'm naked in a toilet and I'm being choked. Oh my god. <laughs> No, and then and I wake up in his bed, and um, I obviously ask him like, "Where do I stand with you?" And he obviously lied to my face, like, "Yeah, I really still like you. We can continue with the relationship and stuff." And he drops me off at home, and then he tells me like, "I'll call you. I'll call you tonight. Um, I'll call you tonight." So in my mind, I feel like we are back. Hold on, Afria. Yeah, what happened? Um, I met up with a guy that has ghosted me. Yeah, no, 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 ended up having sex. I, I mean, I get that part, but when but when you said let's go somewhere private, what happened? Uh, we spoke about it, and he told me like, no, it was just pride. Like the reason why he's not texting me, I'm like pride, deprived from what? We did not even argue. We were just having our routine relationship. Yeah, and then it's like. No, because you didn't insist when I went MIA on, 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 on you. I just also just felt like you didn't want me. I'm like, you are lying. There's no way. And then after this whole discussion, you guys had sex? Yeah. 
I was naked in the toilet and he was choking. It was good. <laughs> yeah, but that that when I heard it for the first time sounded like he had raped you. No, it was it was it was like uh, I agreed to it. And you're sure about this? And the reason yeah, why I'm I asking did. this is you know, just the way that it presented kind of scared me there for, for a second. No, oh, yeah, I didn't elaborate. So yeah, my bad, yeah, like, yeah, yeah it, it really made me feel like, okay, this guy said, let's go to somewhere private. It took you somewhere private and the next thing you're naked and is choking you. No, <laughs> no, it was, sorry, it was totally consensual. Okay. Like, I agreed to it. I wanted sure. it. Okay, so why yeah. did you want it though? After this guy had ghosted you, is is it, the, the, the sweet things he said to you because remember your love language is words of affirmation, affirmation. so maybe this is something that he knew and he took advantage of that just that he would get into your pants okay like after he explained to me that it was his pride that got in the way he just started kissing me and I just went with the flow okay yeah okay so um, that comes with my lesson of love yourself. Like if somebody can yeah. uh, just respect you in this way, stand up for yourself and yeah, have yeah. boundaries. So, uh, yeah, and then he tells me like he's going to call me tonight. So I'm obviously expecting a call from yeah. him. So he doesn't call. Like two weeks pass, a goes by and then he calls me one night. So when he calls me, I obviously ask again, like, why are you ghosting me? And then he's like, Am I not supposed to call you? I'm like, no, you are missing the point. Like, why are you ghosting me? And then he just switches off the call, the phone call in my ear. Mm. So I write him a text message and, and, and tell him, like, listen, you have hurt me. Your your actions have hurt me. And the fact that you just don't want to say, like, let's end it. Um, it's very cowardish of you. You do not value me. And this is disrespectful. So if you are going to treat me this way, please just cut every, like, every communication that you think that yeah. you have with me you are, yeah. Yeah, you, you are not going to treat me like this so I send that text message he doesn't even reply and and then okay fast forward uh, 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 after that my friend decides uh, uh, I live in a small town mm. so like the possibility of he, me always meeting him in our social circle is high. It's there yeah. it's very high mm. so my friend my best friend comes in town and then she takes me out to this bar and we find him there. First, uh, first, he, uh, like when we were at the security, like uh, paying for entrance, he passes by me, looks me in the eye, and then he just passes. And he doesn't even say hi. And because the bar that we attended to, he's like a co-owner or whatever. So like we wanted something. And then he was the only person that could um, help us out. Like we go to him and he... He speaks to my friend. He mm. like asking her like, "How can I help you?" But he doesn't even talk to me. He just stares at me. We go back at the table, and then he brings us what what we went to ask for. And then he was there uh, for like five minutes because he had to make sure that um like it was stable and stuff like that. And he does not even say a word. He just looks at me, and then he. Yeah, he just looks at me. He didn't even say hi. I wanted to say hi, mm. but then I was afraid of rejection. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the weird thing is, like, after that incident, five, 15 minutes later, he goes on my social media and then he likes my pictures and then he starts viewing my posts and stuff like that. And from there, I just deleted his number and um, 
I had followed him, but then it was very, it was, it was, it's, 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 it's not easy because now I, I always, I blame myself as in like, why is it that I meet people that are great in the beginning, but then they just toss around and then they show me something that yeah. they are not. Yeah, yeah. But then for, for me, I can say I, I've been consistent in my, in my attitude. I'm very loud. I'm very bubbly. But then I'm always that. Well, the the um the, the thing is, I don't know whether it's got to do with, with with you questioning why you end up being in the same situation with the same people. Yeah. Because if if I choose to present a certain version of you that I like, which is not true, mm. you can't see that because yeah, I'm so. giving you what I'm choosing for you to see. And then when I do decide to change my mind. I think what's important for you as a person, Afria, is now to say when you see this shift, mm. you can now relate it to two incidents, which is the Simon and the Nino incident, where they yeah. were all great and uh, open and give you great words of affirmation. And then they started yeah. showing you true color. So now you've got a point to say, if somebody does start showing me these kind of attributes, then maybe this is the time for me to leave. Because sticking around means that they're probably going to be abusive and leave in the end anyway. And because you've seen what it's like for someone to be a great communicator, you could be that great communicator yourself. And say to anybody who comes that way to say, look, when I met you, you sounded a certain way which I was attracted to. And you don't sound the same. And this makes me uncomfortable. And for this reason, I'm going to leave because I need to protect my own emotions. And if this person is genuinely a good person they will notice it and start doing the right mm. thing. Mm. And if they are not a genuine great person, they'll continue with that abusive and rubbish behavior, which is just affirmation for you to leave and say that you made the right choice. Yeah. So how did it end with Simon in the end? Simon, like after that, like when I wrote him that text message that you hurt me and you are disrespecting me, mm. I, f- I didn't hear from him. He... I don't know, like, he. I know he's on social media, but then he's just not texting me <laughs> or calling or anything. So, that was it? As in, hard. As, as in the ghosting is, what was the end? Yeah, the ghosting was the end. And I can understand how that would be very difficult for you because you don't have that closure and you don't really understand why you decided to do that. Yeah. Simon sounds to me like a guy with options. He's cute. Yeah. Okay, fine. You know, like, <laughs> that's one of the things yeah. you described him as. You described him as very good looking at the beginning. So he's got options and maybe you are just one of those options. Options, yeah. Yeah. You said um, you guys weren't having sex. So was the was the time yeah. that he took you to that private place the first time and only time you guys had sex? Yeah. And maybe you still wanted to see him because you were hoping you would have that encounter with him again? No. I think so. I think so too, yeah. So have you moved on from Simon? Because it sounds no. to me like you haven't. I haven't. I still stalk him like once in a while. What? <laughs> on social media? Social media, yeah. I'm not even going to ask you why because I understand why you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I want to ask how stalking him makes you feel. Do you feel better when you stalk him or you feel worse? I feel, I feel, I, I feel like I, I... I, I get to see, like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But then I was telling my friend the other day, like, he's he's becoming ugly now. And then she's like, no, you are lying. You are just better. 
Yeah, I think I agree with your friends there. <laughs> how does someone but suddenly then, start turning ugly? You know, yeah, like how? So, but then I feel like, like I recently just unfollowed him. It's like when I unfollow him, I, 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 I start seeing him for what he really is, that he, yeah, he yeah. does not dis- uh, respect me, does not value me. But then when I... When I'm there on social media, I start mm-hmm. saying, "Oh my gosh, I had a, a good-looking boyfriend," and mm-hmm. it's like I I see what I wa- I see everything that he was in our first month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have the blessing that he's shown you his true colors, eh? Yeah, it's and true. you and you could really use that information to support the two lessons that you gave. The first one being that always try to be true to yourself. Yeah. So you know that you're a person that loves one hundred percent. You're a person that believes in commitment. You're a person that loves words of affirmation. You're a person that loves communication. So when the person that you're trying to talk to is not making all of these things come to life for you, that's all the reason for you to say, this is not my cup of tea because it doesn't play to who I am. I'm remaining true to myself. Yeah, it's true. And then you went on to say, if there's nothing wrong with you, then don't let anyone force you to change. So I have one question. Do you feel there's nothing wrong with you? And let's be honest. There's nothing wrong with me. Like, I see this because of the people that are in my life. Mm-hmm. They describe me in so... They, they they are always, like, grateful for me, having me in my life. They say I'm great. I'm great company mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've heard, like, more people tell me, like, you are deserving of someone that will appreciate you for who yeah. you are because you've been that person to us. Like, we love having you. And also, like, my friend um, even started hating Simon because now I was not available for them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. jealous friends. It's, it's it's nice to have jealous friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it's it's better when they're jealous for a good reason, not for them to be jealous yeah, because you true. know the person who you're you're hanging out with is such an yeah. asshole. So yeah, it's true. Well, um the only tip that I would give you, um it, mm. it, are, are you stalking this guy using a fake social media <laughs> account? Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you might have been doing that. Okay, do yourself a favor, all right? Let's 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 work together on this. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Uh, release yourself from mental slavery in that you are enslaved to this guy because he didn't give you closure. But all yeah. the closure you need is his behavior, which is appalling. Yeah. Close that ghost account and just stop following him for your own peace of mind. Okay. Because this is going to stop you from moving on. For all yeah. you know, there's a great guy somewhere who still looks at you from a distance and thinks you're an amazing person. But yeah. you, I mean, but you're not looking in his direction because your eyes are focused on something that is not giving you any value and not recognizing your worth. Yeah. All right. It won't be easy. It might take you a while. But if you get rid of something and you go cold turkey, yeah, that 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 could work. You know, just just block yeah. him. Block him if you need to. Stop following him on this fake account and um, start building your your true self. Yeah, thank you so much, Dino. No, and and thank you for sharing your incredible story. You know, <laughs> just to recap on the two lessons for those who are listening. Lesson number one: always try be true to yourself. If there's nothing wrong with you, you don't you shouldn't let anyone force you to change. And then lesson number two: just love yourself. Be selfish about loving who you are. Yeah. 
You've been listening to another episode of The Feeling Station. I'm your host, Tinto, and I look forward to catching you in next week's episode. Peace. Satis on Daru Raini and Jackie's Aim. Tell me what you're feeling. Now that it's over. Satis on Daru Raini and Jackie's Aim. Let me talk about my feelings. Let me talk about my feelings. Yeah. Rudoy Motor, no talk with Jitiro Amai. Rudoy Motor, no talk with Jitiro Amai.